Welcome to the Portage County Safety Council podcast. We hope you enjoy today's Community Spotlight. Hi, it's Mike with the Portage County Safety Council. I'm here with Jim from Canva. Welcome to the podcast, Jim. Thanks, Mike. Glad to be here. So can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do at Canva? Sure. I'm the trail building director for Canva, the Cleveland Area Mountain Bike Association. We started in 2001, and I started about six months after the organization started as the trail steward for Quail Hollow State Park at the time. Now they're a Stark County Park. And so our organization is a nonprofit, and we've been focused on advocacy, trying to gain access into as many parks as we can, gain a trail access either to build new trails, build and maintain new trails, or to gain access to uh, existing trails. Yeah, so Jim, I was doing an interview with John Trevelyan of West Branch State Park, and he mentioned mountain bike trails. And I was like, mountain bike trails in Portage County? We don't have any mountains. You know what I mean? And so I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I got to talk to this guy. So I reached out to him and said, hey, who's your Canva contact? What do you do? I had no idea, but you guys have like over 11 miles of mountain bike trails just at West Branch State Park. Tell us a little bit about those. Exactly, Mike. We uh, we really cut our teeth at West Branch. And since our inception back in 2001, we started building new trails there and have added for many years. And we ended up to like what you said, uh, 11 plus miles of trails, of mountain bike trails. And to explain to the listeners, the mountain bike trail, uh, we refer to it as single track versus terminology it's used today, uh, double track, you know, used for four-wheel vehicles. Single track is basically the trail that we ride, which is really about 12 to 20 inches wide, and that's it, 12 to 20, 24 inches wide at max. And that's the trail that we build. That is the construct, the design construction that really constitutes a mountain bike trail. And it adds more challenge and more fun to the ride when you're out in the woods. And to your point, Mike, the idea about having you know mountains associated with mountain biking, that's always a misnomer because you don't really need mountains. It's just a term applied to the type of riding. But you know, the idea is to have hills and, and slope and some terrain that varies, you know, that's nonlinear to make it more exciting and more enjoyable. Yeah, we talked about this. I think I saw a post from REI one time and it talked about putting my own words to it, but like demystifying some of the outdoors sports and, and all these different things and activities that people do that almost like glorify the extreme. But there's a movement to kind of put that focus back on the local park, isn't there? Exactly. Exactly. And that's part of our agenda over the years is to educate the masses, to acclimate everyone to that. This is an enjoyable sport for everyone. And it has the potential for everyone to get involved with it from a, a riding standpoint, one, but also from a volunteering standpoint, because that's what we're all about. We're a 100 percent volunteer organization. You know, there's no paid position. So everything we've done over the past 19 years is all volunteers. And we couldn't have accomplished that with a number of key partners. Of course, John and Doug Lyons, the district manager of Portage County. The state parks have been, they've just embraced, you know, our organization and the support has been phenomenal for the past 19 years. And so it's been a win-win partnership there from day one with many state parks across Ohio as well, other organizations like ours. But we've also made a lot of progress, you know, leveraging that experience and that knowledge working with West Branch. We've worked with other park agencies as well from the Cleveland Metro Parks to Summit County Metro Parks, and also to the National Park, which is uh, the big trail that's really emerged over the past five years um, called East Rim. And so we really gained a lot of experience and a lot of knowledge and shared that over the years. And uh, it's really uh, grown to quite a sport in this region where we have everyone from little kids and uh, teenagers up to any age 
any person has gotten hooked on the mountain biking bug. And it's a wonderful thing to see. And it, it's really rewarding for me to see it, the evolution over the past 19 years. That's fantastic. It's really family friendly now, isn't it? Oh, yeah, no doubt. And part of the design that we employ with new trails, like a perfect example is Royal View in Strongsville. We partnered with the Cleveland Metro Parks, who traditionally in the past, they were not receptive to mountain biking at all, but it took a regime change for the Cleveland Metro Parks to really open their eyes and say, hey, this is workable. There's demand for this. You know, we went through a letter writing campaign uh, with the masses in the community, and we were able to, you know, get access to build brand new mountain bike trails, design them, and actually educate Metro Park employees on proper design and construction techniques at the same time. We leveraged all that knowledge, all that experience, and shared it with a park system. You know, so they can carry it forward beyond us. And it was a trail that we designed and laid out to be beginner to intermediate so that no one would be intimidated by it. No one would be overwhelmed by it and everyone could enjoy it. So we uh, from day one, we've seen families together on their mountain bikes enjoying the trails. And it's just uh, it's a really great sight. I love what you guys are doing. And when I found out about it, I got so excited. And a lot of our local listeners are involved in the community in some degree, whether it's family and community services, leadership, Portage County, and different organizations, even the safety council program, all these different things out there. So a lot of us in this podcast have an itch to kind of change the world. You know, you have a little bit, we want to go help. A lot of us are involved in some kind of volunteerism. And you mentioned that, and I just thought, how incredible is it? And so many times when we think about how to improve ourselves, our families, our communities. We kind of have this spectacular, grandier view of things, but really someone has to take their hands to the plow and and literally, in your case, blaze the trail for everybody else. And so it's so fantastic because when you think of changing the world, a lot of people don't think of this kind of stuff, but in everyone's own authenticity, you guys have a passion for mountain biking and here all your volunteers get together, you guys organize it and you go and literally blaze trails all over Northeast Ohio. It's incredible. Right. So yeah, thank I, you. Thank you exactly. for your service to the community. And uh, what an inspiration I think it is for other people that I don't have to be on TV or a social media influencer to have a big impact on the community. Exactly, Mike. I, I couldn't say, couldn't top that anymore. The, the key word for that you mentioned is passion. And, uh, you know, I've been around this long with the organization as a volunteer because I'm very passionate about trails and getting people outdoors. And getting people to enjoy the outdoors, enjoy the park systems. And if we didn't act and integrate and partner with all these park systems, we'd never have the progress we had today and you know, all the volunteer efforts to get people out and discover, you know, the, the, the wonderful activity, the wonderful sport that mountain biking is. So it, it's been worthwhile over the years and, you know, coordinate from everything. I need to add, Mike, that some other things that our organization is involved with is we organize group rides throughout the season to integrate uh, beginners, uh, expert riders, whatever, just to, you know, to create that social community and link That's people awesome. together. Aside from social media, you know, the best link to have is on the trailer at the trailhead. So we really encourage that. We help develop and nurture the community element. And then we also have some folks in Canva that conduct clinics, beginner clinics to learn mountain bike skills. And then in the off-season, what we refer to as the off-season, we do a lot of uh, trail maintenance. So we do public, publicized trail days at different parks. And we, for example, at West Branch, where John and I, we coordinate on you know, letting him know and keeping him in the loop on any, any uh, publicized trail days that we're doing and any equipment we might need. And he's been very supportive because he knows the demand is there for his trails. So we have a number of activities that we have on a calendar all year round to keep things going, you know and keep the community aware and educated 
and involved, you know, keeping everyone together and part of the picture. Yeah, we usually do this at the end of the podcast, but do you want to go ahead and kind of tell everyone about your Facebook page and group and sure. your website information now? Because I'm sure some people are going to be listening to this right now and they're like, hey, I want to get involved with that. I want to volunteer. That's something yeah. I want to learn more about, maybe that beginner class or one of the group rides that you could do. So if you can go ahead and just give us some info on that. And if I'm looking for more info about Canva or just mountain biking, where would you send me? Definitely. The base for our organization, of course, in any group is the main website, which is Canva, C-A-M-B-A dot U-S. And that's really the, the repository for articles, events, everything going on and anything, you know, associated with the organization it's, that has to be the, the repository for it. But then at the same time, we have, because social media has just exploded, we have two Facebook pages. One is a organization page that we typically link back to our website, but we also provide Twitter feeds on trail status, any organization events coming up. We have a monthly meeting that we conduct as a nonprofit. It's a public event. There's some voting that may occur at some of these meetings, but it's good visibility for the, you know, for the average uh, John Q mountain bike rider to be aware of. And we need to be transparent. Everything we do, you know, has to be. So we have monthly meetings that are out usually at a restaurant or a brewery. But aside from the organization Facebook page, we also have a, a mountain bike page that we support and manage for the community. So it's for anyone to chime in on and you know, speak about uh, anything, anything mountain biking related, you know, anything they want to talk about and advice. And, you know, we get a lot of newbies that discover it and chime in and say, hey, I'm new. You know, what do you recommend for this or that or bikes or parts or trails or anything? So it's a really good platform for people to get attached to and just kind of get started. You know what I mean? So, Jim, if there's someone that's in that beginner phase and they're like, hey, I'm really interested in it, but I'm a little concerned that it might not be for me. Maybe I might not be too safe at it, that kind of thing. What kind of advice or what kind of safety advice would you give that person or to see if mountain biking is really for them? Well, that's a good question, especially coming from a safety guy, <laughs> right? Yeah, right, yeah. And I can identify because I do all the safety talks. Whenever we have a trail day, we have a safety talk. We always commit to, no matter what, no matter where. But we do strongly encourage, you know, wearing a helmet no matter where you ride. And whether you're a beginner or expert, doesn't matter. You got to wear a helmet. No questions asked. And so we always encourage that at every opportunity on our website. But if someone is kind of waffling, I guess, as a beginner and not sure, you know, there's a lot of shops now because the explosion of, of demand for mountain biking, not just right. because of the pandemic, but because of access to trails. You know, like I said, we... We struggled for many years to get access to build mountain bike trails because there was a myth or a misconception about what it was about. But now that we've succeeded with so many modern day thinking land managers and established partnerships, we have so many trails to choose from. And all these bike shops subsequently have benefited from this. So there's many more bike shops selling many more mountain bikes. And at the same time, they also rent mountain bikes. Or they have loaners that you can check out. So oh, that's if really someone cool. doesn't, yeah, exactly. If someone doesn't want to commit to, you know, a new mountain bike, but hey, I want to try out this trail and see what this is about. There's a lot of shops that do loaners, you know, especially like demo bikes, you know. Right. So that that has been a popular theme for many different shops in the area. And there's all kinds of advice on the Facebook page, the community page about something like that. Yeah, I was going through your guys' Facebook page, not the group page, but just going through it. You guys have so much information about trails on your website. You have articles on there. Got all kinds of good things, links to everything, where you're at, how to join events. It's just great information on there. So that's awesome. So if you're listening to this and you're interested, want to check out Cleveland Area Mountain Biking Association, check it out. Go to all those websites, the Facebook page. Just Google it if you can't find it. So you can just go to Canva.us 
And you could just, in the search bar on Facebook, Cleveland Area Mountain Biking Association, right? And then go exactly. on there, the community and the page will pop up. So that's awesome. We kind of talked about this before, but I have to give some, some kudos and credit to really a larger version of Canva, which is the International Mountain Bike Association out of Colorado. And they've been around for 30 plus years. And they really help local chapters, grassroots campaigns like ours back in the day to get started and learn about how to run an organization, how to become a nonprofit, how to work with land managers, how to write letters, how to conduct trail days, how to get educated, how to, you know, how to run the show. And uh, we couldn't have made it this far without their help and assistance. And we are an affiliated chapter actually of IMBA and have been since we started because they're such a significant part of who we are today and guiding us and leading us to succeed with everything from government guidance and policy down to, you know, the trail care crew that I mentioned to you one time that two couples that would travel the country in a Subaru helping to uh, conduct clinics on trail building at different parks and different park systems. And we actually hosted two of them at West Branch over the years where we'd open up, you know, at the time it was John Wilder, park manager, and he helped support us renting out a facility to conduct a weekend of trail building clinics. And then we take it in the field and we apply the techniques and all the discipline learned in the classroom and uh, really help, you know, connect the dots for the average user. And it really is an eye-opening experience uh, when we went through it. So a lot of credit to IMBA and their help over the years. Yeah, so I'm just going through your website and you guys have trails everywhere. I'm just seeing here, even in places like Mohican State Park, you have 24 miles of trails. Well, we got to clarify that. We do provide information on our site about all trails in the area, but there are trails that we support and we are not a part of, you know, the build of that trail necessarily. So places like Mohican, it's a destination trail for sure. It's It's a monster trail. But it was built by a local chapter down there near Loudonville. But there's trails up here in northern Ohio that we're a part of, you know, like West Branch, of course, I mentioned. But the Cleveland Metro Parks trails, we helped uh, lay out and design some of those trails and then construct them with volunteer help over a number of years. And then Quail Hollow, we added on a few miles there. So there's trails that we were a part of directly and then indirectly, you know, that we support. That's awesome. I see Cuyahoga Valley National Park looks like a partnership from the East Rim Trail. Exactly. You mentioned earlier. That's fantastic. I think anytime you collaborate in a community just makes it more sustainable. But there's all kinds of stuff. I had no idea. I always thought you had to go to Colorado to mountain bike or California (laughs) or something. And here in Northeast Ohio, you guys are doing such a good job. And I understand there's other chapters involved and that's fantastic. But you guys are doing a good job. Now I have a resource and our listeners have a resource to go check this out and say, hey, if there's something you want to try out, it's right here. We have it right here yeah. in Portage County, all over Northeast Ohio. So, man, if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't know, go check out their website, check out the resources. I had no idea. Like I said, I'm still one of those people that looked at, you know, the BMX guys or something jumping a hill. And then I kind of put mountain biking with that little out of my league. But you're you're really <laughs> helping me like it's toward the checking it out. And I, I think I may go up to West Branch and check it out before the summer's over. So West Branch is a great trail to even hike. Because our trails are considered multi-purpose, meaning you can hike or run them. And surprisingly, a lot of runners really enjoy our trails because part of our design that we employ with our trails is flow. It's an enjoyable flow of the trail that has a nice effect when you're on a bike and two wheels. But at the same time, if you're moving at the same speed on two legs, it has the same effect. It's enjoyable to run. So we get a lot of runners on our trails as well. That's awesome. Another reason why I wanted to interview you, Jim, 
is we did a podcast in the fall with Summit County Safety Council, and we published those in January for this Workplace Wellness Month we did. And we were talking to a wellness consultant out of the Columbus area named Katie Tomba, and she started talking about workplace wellness programs, and she said something real interesting. She said a lot of problems that employers have is they try to do like a walking program or maybe they'll do like a gym reimbursement. And she started to explain, like, people really aren't into that as much as, you know, they'll be like maybe 30% of their workforce will. She said to really get people engaged in wellness overall is to really engage them in other areas that aren't traditionally like we would think for workplace wellness. One of those was volunteerism. She started going on other areas that really start to engage other people. And as we're doing this get outside campaign throughout the summer in Northeast Ohio, I'm just sitting there going, wow, this is another thing like that where we could begin to engage wellness, the whole new activity. You know what I mean? Even people that may ride a bike are like mountain biking wasn't even on the radar. But now what a great opportunity. You go ride your bike with some typography out there for two to five miles. You're going to start getting in shape, aren't you? I mean, it's a whole nother way to engage wellness and fun idea that maybe, you know, I love the gym, but some people don't. Some people don't like to hike. Some people don't like to walk. You know, some people like to kayak. Whatever it is, just stay engaged and stay wellness. How good is mountain biking for that? Exactly. Mike, we encourage that exact theme that there are multiple ways to get involved. You can just be a rider and and donate to Canva as a member. But you know what? The best thing that you can do is get involved. You know what I mean? Get involved in Canva leadership at the high end or anywhere below that. You can just you can show up on a trail day and volunteer is nothing more rewarding than volunteering and giving back to the trail, giving back to the community. There is nothing more rewarding. And the fitness element's already built in there. You know, if you're doing trail work and you're riding, there is no better combination. And it's non-traditional for sure. But just the same, it's 100 times more rewarding, I think. And that's one reason I've stuck around for all these years. Yeah, you're seeing a real interesting time we're living and you're starting to see those non-traditional things, even like disc golf. Are starting to blow up, oh, yeah. and you know, and just random things that are coming out. That people are just finding more ways to be active, and it's awesome. Another thing I really like about what you guys do that you mentioned earlier is how you get the family involved and how do you get the kids involved. I have a lot of friends that coach little league or high school football and different things, and they always talk about how there's a struggle nowadays with social media and different things of getting kids engaged in sports and different things. And one of the keys that they always try to do is go younger and younger to get kids involved, even as low as five, six, seven years old, whether that's wrestling, little league or flag football, something in there just to get them moving and thinking about the sport and start to develop those skills. And what you guys said you're doing with family and bringing kids out, that's just fantastic. You know? Oh, yeah. What kind of demand are you seeing out there? Are you seeing a lot of families want to bring their kids and teach them how to mountain bike? Oh, yeah. I mean, that that's a big feature. When we conduct the clinics, the, you know, the, the skills clinics, is there's some gear just at, you know, teenagers and below. There's dedicated clinics just for kids to get them acclimated to developing some skills in an open area, not necessarily a trail right away, but getting them comfortable with sure. balance and so on. And, you know, the nonlinear aspect of mountain biking is the most difficult for people to understand you know, going up and down on a bike, you know, right. versus just riding down the street. And once you acclimate, you can really, you know, carry it from there. But yeah, the clinics really help out. There's, like I mentioned, there's a lot of Q&A going on with a community Facebook page from everyone, you know, from beginners to experts and everything in between. So it's a really good forum for people to share their questions and concerns or, or interests and looking for advice, you know, on things like that. So Trails like West Branch, if you get an opportunity to get out there for you or the listeners, you know, the Lakeside Trail is a great uh, intermediate trail. And then it's about four and a half miles long. 
And then the rest of the trail is a little more challenging because it has a lot of rocks and that becomes more of a advanced trail. So you'll see a lot of variation, you know, based on what Mother Nature gave us there to build sure. with. And uh, so you'll see quite a variety there of different trail skill areas and challenges. It's also a great hiking trail. I mean, when we encourage people to get out and it's not just biking, but you can enjoy those trails, like I said earlier, just hiking the, the rocky sections. There's some beautiful scenery buried in the woods. There's a beautiful gorge back there. There are rock gardens galore. Oh, wow. There's stuff that we had no idea until we were scouting to build the trail. And we were just blown away with the scenery back there. It is amazing. If you just follow the, there is really good signage that we have established at West Branch on keeping people on the right path. But if you just follow the arrows, you'll find some amazing things on the south side of our trails, known as the Gorge or the Quarry Trail. And uh, it's a beautiful hike back there. It really is. Yeah, when I was talking to John about it, I said, mountain bike trails at West Branch isn't it all flat. Because I grew up on the marina and going to the beach and different things. So I never really discovered, you know, maybe we went fishing off a back road or something as a kid. But mainly the marina and the beach. And he said, no, there's a lot of typography out there. Oh, I'm yeah. like, really, is there? He's like, oh, the trails go in and out. And he was really honored to have you guys a part of it, their park and everything. So that's awesome. So let me ask you this. Out of all the parks that you're familiar with in Northeast Ohio, what's two or three of your favorite? Well, that's a good question. <laughs> I'd have to say West Branch because it's our oldest and it's a mature, what we call mature trail. It's established. The soil's compacted quite a bit. It, it's not the best soil, you know, to to build on and maintain. But it's one of my favorite because it has so many different elements to it. Like I said, you've got intermediate trails along Lakeside, but we spent so many years building out these rocky sections to make them rideable. And I know some people question it when they hike it or ride it, but to make it work with a mountain bike, you know, we, we really spent a lot of time and a, and a lot of effort, sweat and tears and everything to go with it to build out there. And it's a wonderful trail. And at the opposite end, as far as newer trails, one here in Strongsville, I mentioned earlier, Royal View is great. It has a lot of variation to it, but really it, it maxes out at intermediate. We were able to employ really great flow to the trail. So you don't really feel like you're climbing in some sense. You don't feel like you're putting in a ton of effort. The flow of the trail just kind of carries you a lot. And it's just a really enjoyable, flowy trail. The other trail that is quite different, and I kind of touched on earlier, is the East Rim Trail in the National Park. Now, we started as a, a collaborative partner, and I was on a committee back in 2011, 2012, to discuss the complex process to get approvals you know, with the federal government for the national park to allow mountain biking. Because according to their policies, up until this point, mountain biking was never allowed in any park system. Wow. So there was an extensive process to go through there. But I was invited on a committee to help evaluate properties and evaluate how we're going to build this trail and how we're going to help build it and construct it, design, construct it, and carry it forward as far as being a maintenance organization attached to it. Because every trail needs that, you know, a local chapter to maintain it. But the park decided to build it quicker than we could by hand. And they hired a professional, Alex Stewart, with his company, Spectrum Trail Designs, to build the trail by machine. He has a whole crew and machines to build the trail. So it has a whole different flow, whole different feel, whole different vibe because it was built by a professional. So if folks want to check out a really different trail than anything we could ever build by hand, they need to check out the Eastern Trail that's also linked on our website and how to get there and what it's about. But it's about 10 miles, two different loops. 
of really intermediate to expert, totally different design that, that Alex could employ because he was using machine. You know, he could shape the land, shape the trail to meet his design criteria where we could never do that, you know, by hand. Those are three of the, I guess, three top trails that really are quite different, but, you know, some of the best trails in this area for Northern Ohio. That's awesome. So one more time before we get out of here, Jim, just tell us what your website is and how we could find you on Facebook. Thanks, Mike. It's Canva.us, C-A-M-B-A. And the Facebook pages, uh, just look up Cleveland Area Mountain Bike Association. You'll see two options. One is a group page and one is a community page. So uh, the group page is really just, you know, for administrative purposes for us to manage as the Canva leadership and publish all the Twitter feeds because there's uh, certain trails that have trail monitoring uh, by volunteers to kind of update status on trails, whether they're open or closed. So those Twitter updates and feeds get updated to our uh, group page. And then there's the community page where, you know, everyone in the community can use that as a platform to exchange uh, anything they want to talk about. All right, Jim, thanks so much for sharing all the information. I'm pumped about it. Had no idea mountain bike trails were in Portage County and all across Northeast Ohio. And Mohican State Park's a great place. Cuyahoga Valley National Park and all these other places in Strongsville you talked about. I may or may not get to them, but it's just awesome to know I'm within 30 to 90 minutes of so many different things to go check out. I mean, we're really blessed to work and live in Northeast Ohio, aren't we? Definitely. Thanks, Mike, for the time tonight. Yes, thanks so much for coming. Maybe we'll have you back again soon. Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. For more episodes, check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Podbeam, or Stitcher. To get new episodes sent directly to your phone or smart device, be sure to subscribe. To learn more about how your company can earn up to a 4% Ohio BWC premium rebate by becoming an active member of the Portage County Safety Council, please visit our website at www.portagecountysafetycouncil.wordpress.com. The preceding information is for entertainment purposes only. Views expressed may not reflect the views of any affiliated or sponsoring individuals or organizations. Listeners should carefully weigh information provided and seek advice from an appropriate professional before implementing. Listener discretion is advised.